All right. Well, good morning. Oh. And I know Shannon's just getting ready, getting her headphones on. Right. Still chewing breakfast. This is the strangest thing we've ever done, I think. Um, if I could paint a picture for you right now. Oh. Well, that painted a picture right there. Yeah. <laughs> we are visiting Say up in Athens, and it's early. We've been waiting on her to like call and tell us that she's ready to go. And we're here for the big game today. And so we're down at Duncan, and we are sitting outside. In our favorite city in the world. <laughs> in Athens, at a uh, on-park benches outside the Europi because they haven't opened yet. So we're just sitting outside, and we're like, hey, let's just go ahead and do a podcast right now. Let's yeah. let's do it because so we look goofy. <laughs> we do look goofy. We'll we have our get some stairs. We have our headphones on. People are walking by, and this Duncan is packed. Oh, because it's buy one get one free coffee day. Did that, National Coffee Day. Did that work? Was it? Did. It? I got it for free. I got all of this for like eight bucks. Really? Yeah. Which is free. And they have a sip, pill, and win. You know how much I love this. Oh, I do know. <laughs> okay, so they have the uh, the play for a chance to win on the side of the cups. Here, I'm gonna let you. I will. Yeah, they didn't get much. Here, I'm gonna let you do mine because. You love it so much. Okay, so anyway, we are sitting in. Oh, same thing. Oh darn! They put JetBlue vacations like you have won like a vacation, won <laughs> but then it says you have not won yet. Yeah. What you got to enter online you to win? Also collect the piece marked with something else. So. That stinks. Okay, so we're sitting here. We're having breakfast. We're just sitting outside doing our podcast, and we're about to have to go get say. So, let's give a little bit of update. Last weekend we left y'all. We had Abby's birthday. And that was awesome. We and had about 12 girls. I don't actually know what the actual count was. No, because some arrived at like 10 o'clock at night. Yeah, so that's kind of scary, too, yeah. like, that you don't really know who is We don't know who came in. And who left. <laughs> but, but here's the big takeaway from that story uh, from last weekend. Abby had a great time. Yes. I a great group of friends. Should I tell people? Girls. I put a cot in my closet. I wasn't sure that we were telling people that until I got to church the next morning. Because it's kind and, of embarrassing. And I was met by somebody and they were like oh yeah Jimmy told me he slept in the closet <laughs> it's like oh okay so we are sharing that story we are sharing that story yeah. I slept I put a cot but it's not like you just couldn't sleep so you just went and slept in the closet you prepared this area like I prepared the closet now my closet is not big I mean basically it just had enough like room for me to before you cleaned out your closet had your pallet on the floor your blanket and your pillow underneath your fan, you were ready everything and did like, you sleep well? I packed it all in there. Yeah, I did. You did, because at 3 <laughs> o'clock that not. morning, I was having to tell some girls to quit cheering outside my bedroom door. <laughs> <laughs> Stop with the stomping and the clapping. So I'm glad you got a good night's sleep. And I was in my... Well, for people... And I'm eating here while I'm talking. For people that don't know our house, it goes up. It doesn't go wide. Right. Like, we've got two stories, but everything's kind of compact. Everything, there is yeah. nowhere to go to get small. away from sound. And our bedroom is right next to the kitchen so and I slept, the stairs. So I slept in the closet. Yes, and you slept well. So, um, and we need to do an update on the app because last week um, we talked all about turning the phone oh, off. that's right. And yesterday we checked, and who was the winner? You won. Wait, what are we, like, what was I winning? We uh, were, we were you, checking the you app. You won all my admiration and love. Spent the most time on their phone. So we did a weekly average total. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mine averaged an hour and four minutes a Which day. is still not good. Don't I agree. Act, don't I act like you're I, like all I'm better. totally like, yes, that's still way too much time. I mean, and I, I complain about not having enough time to do things, and mm-hmm. there's a wasted hour right there. But at the same time, Mr. One Hour and 27 Minutes. There you go. So you've got a whole hour and a half. A whole 20 minutes longer than you. Yeah. That's not that's On not average bad. per week, so 20 minutes a day times five. Mm. Yeah, there's... But all of my apps, it wasn't like, 
all of my apps were news apps. I mean, honestly, texting, phone, and then all news. Like Mine it wasn't like, news, huh? Mine was like ten minutes on. Whatever, media. yours was all Facebook. No, it wasn't. I'm never <laughs> on Facebook. <laughs> Instagram. I'm trying it to. Was, ba- I'm trying to throw you under the bus. You're trying, trying to, to make you feel better. Yeah. To well, feel it's not working, Mister. Let's well, keep moving. Anyway, okay. So you won that one. All right. But this past week, okay. So talking about news apps and all that oh, kind of wait. stuff. And because I won, I think you owe me dinner. Oh, yeah, okay. So moving on now. Okay. Maybe breakfast at Duncan. <laughs> Except I paid for it, <laughs> and I stood in line for it. Oh, I got equipment running. (laughs) Okay, keep going. Okay, so this past week, there's been a lot in the news. Speaking of news, uh, Brett Kavanaugh and the whole Supreme Court uh, nomination. It's been just such a circus, really, on both sides. We're not taking a political side on this, um, but just on both sides of the aisle, it's just been a mess. But here's what struck me about this whole thing, is all the conversation that's coming out of it. And what really got me was that uh, Clay said that his son who's in ninth grade, they were actually watching the proceedings on TV at school. Mm -hmm. Which makes me wonder, like, how much information do our children get nowadays um, that just seems a little mature for them? Too much. Too much. So I I started thinking about this, like, how do you have those types of conversations? Because I guarantee you there's a lot of kids that in middle school, um, high school, that have probably come home from the Brett Kavanaugh things and everything, and they're asking hard questions. Mm -hmm. Like, how, how do I understand these hard topics um because we're talking about sexual assault uh with these things you know and then you know go go back to when we were in i think high school early college and bill clinton Mm -hmm. and everything that was coming out then it just seems like you know those types of conversations are you got to have those earlier today because it's just in front of people it's everywhere i mean yeah and abby said the other day i think she one of her favorite youtubers or some famous youtuber actually videoed somebody committing suicide Mm -hmm. she didn't see it but her friends did and so with everything like mass shootings happening and pornography being you know a lot of tough topics oh gosh there's a lot of tough topics so you want to talk about that today all right let's do it Jimmy and Shannon McElrath, and we're in our 20th year of marriage. And while we certainly don't know it all, and we're definitely still learning, here's a few things we figured out along the way. This podcast is going to be all about helping families go further. Each episode will focus on one important topic and what we've learned in our family of four. These are the things that have helped us improve, and we just want to share them with you. We're trying to think of some of the hard topics that we've had with our conver- uh, with our girls and yeah. the conversations that we've had through the years, and I think. You know, there's some definite defining moments. Um, I think some of the hard topics that just kept coming up was, I I remember around sixth grade for Savannah especially, and for Abby too, and I see this in a lot of middle schoolers, this idea of heaven and dying. Yes. Well, I remember it specifically with Abby too, just that fear, or not even fear, but just trying to grasp the idea of... Of eternity was the big thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes, that was with Abby. Because as Christian believers, we believe that uh, that forever that Mm -hmm. we are that we live forever in the family of God, right? So, this idea of once I die, what does eternity look like? I don't think it was so much the dying part, but it was just like, what what does it mean to live forever? Like wrap your mind around. I think. Yeah, I mean, it's hard for us to. You know, there's a certain topics. It's just like for us as adults, it's like ah, I can't begin to understand that. You know, and so I just kind of I've agreed to just not really have an understanding about (laughs) eternity but they really want to wrap their minds around it and it's hard um 
couple of other important conversations we've had with them that have been difficult over the years have been um, bullying and why yes. are people mean. And I think that's an important one because I just think you see so much of that more and more. And I think, again, that goes back to social media and just people, I mean, you just have access to each other so easily. Like, it used to be when we left school, we went home and you weren't, like, necessarily yeah. communicating all night with your friends mm-hmm. unless it was on a on a phone call. But, I mean, our kids go home and they're all on social media and so it can just continue. Just keeps going. Continue. And, and there's so much that we don't see or doesn't don't necessarily know about so and I think too having two girls I think girls are different girls can be mean and girls are mean yes and I think they I think they hold on to things yes. longer which yes. I think we've talked about that before too like guys, guys can just kind of let it go and then move on guys or are they just, fight they fight it out and then, it's and then they're done it's like Whereas all right well I ain't gotta talk to you internalize or, that and mm-hmm. then it's very hard for them to move on and so yeah I think bullying was a yeah um, I remember too in, in fourth grade we had an issue with bullying and Shannon got called into the principal's office. Yes, I did. And I think we have told this story before, too. Nah, have probably we? not one of my proudest parent moments. but It is one say, of my proudest parent moments for you because, I mean, it's just like Mama Bear came out. I mean, it was. Well, no, it definitely yes. was not the way to handle the situation. So, so no, Shannon no, went to school. Go to the school and, and like, confront the person At the lunchroom. The girls were throwing away their, and she walked up, and they were throwing away their trash, and she was like, I know what you said. (laughs) (laughs) And those girls were like, oh. uh, I don't know that I want to share this story with everybody, because it really does not paint a great picture of me. Oh, it's so funny. The principal called me, and she was like, I need to see y'all. So we got called into the principal's office. Yeah. At like thirty five years old, we did know the principal. We did so know. and she was like, "Miss Shannon." Now, what really if every parent <laughs> came in and decided to confront the children? <laughs> I was like, "Okay, well, don't mess with well, our child." And when I say confront, I mean it's it not was like I was a confrontation. I went and I had lunch with yes. Sadie, and then I just wanted to make sure the girls knew. <laughs> That it was not good to be unkind. Oh, okay. Yeah, that was fun. Well, um, needless to say, the bullying stopped after it, that. It so, stop. win for me on that. Everybody was fine and, and we Message moved on. to self. You mess with Sayer, Abby, you get Shannon. And whatever. Yeah, anyway. Okay, <laughs> moving on. So, you know, some of the hard, hard, hard topics, too, is what comes through the internet and what comes through TV right. and stuff, which we really don't have to face that much with Abby right now because she's still, she's ninth grade and still watching Disney. Yes, yeah, she mean, just turned 15. She just turned she, 15, and she's she like, tell me she watches Disney. Disney is my favorite thing, which is kind of funny. And I think she's really going to be a senior in high school and still watching, like, she Sunny with a Chance. It. She yeah. is truly will always be a child at heart and <laughs> bless her I think that's great I think I it's mean, good just, you know <laughs> she's funny don't be in a hurry to grow up but I do remember say grappling with this stuff a little earlier on like her ninth grade year she she was talking about the holocaust holocaust at school and mm-hmm. she came home and had so many questions about that and just wanted to dive into it I think we watched some movies and films and yeah. really tried to help understand like what happened and how evil yeah. this world can be and then the how Jesus came in to and save us from huge that huge topic to absolutely kids, like. so what have we figured out through all this okay so let's just we're gonna move on here we figured out the conversation is good yes. with our children absolutely definitely age appropriate for different stages of life to have those conversations and each child and I think too kind of what we've hit on is that each child processes things differently mm-hmm. say does Abby does and I'm sure your children are the same way 
how we approach each girl is just different with us. So I found this article, which I thought was really cool, and I thought we'd just read through this. It came okay. from Common Sense Media. We use Common Sense Media a lot when it comes to, like, movies and TV shows. They kind of break it down for what's appropriate and yeah. what's not when it comes into what those things. Yeah. yeah, what can you expect? And um, what age-appropriate level okay. each movie thing is. So this was really cool. So general guidelines from Common Sense, they give this for age groups, Okay. So basically, ages two to six, when you're having those difficult conversations with what they see on TV or what they've heard from friends, ages two to six, they don't really have enough experience at this age to really grasp complex issues. Their world is entirely at home, and they just want to know how it's going to affect them personally speaking, right? So like, how does this, what does this matter to me? Right. What? So here's a few suggestions they give. They say this, keep the news at bay. So limit the intake of media at the at that age. And, and I think that's so important, too, just to jump in yeah. real quick. It's because sometimes, you know, like I even remember us, you know, you love to keep the news on all the time. And it'll be yeah, like... Yeah, the TV a, running in the background. Right. And you don't even, like, we kind of drown it out. We don't even realize it's it's in the background. But, but it is. But remember, we have to be mindful that there's... And they're absorbing they're everything. Right. They're, like, hearing these things and, and you know... I mean, and I think, too, I think when it comes to media at that age, watch it with them. Yeah. Like, I remember Spongebob, yeah, honestly. Yeah, to watch the news with you. That should go well. <laughs> I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about watch their shows with them. Right, now. Yeah. I was teasing. Like, I remember Spongebob was my favorite TV show. Yeah. And then you went through a phase with Wait, Zach and Cody. Yes. I would favorite. walk in the room and, and Shannon's really watching Zach and Cody. I remember. By herself. Yeah, no. <laughs> and for those of you that don't know. And you're trying to move on. That's, anyway. that's the Disney show. <laughs> Uh, anyway, through the years, we just kind of watched TV together. When it's on, we were just kind of watching together yeah. at that age. Age two yeah. Okay, so also age two to six, they say find out what they know. Ask them what they think first, and that kind of helps you explain it yes. a little bit. I think that's a great thing just to follow anytime you're having tough conversations with your kids. It's always to start with what they know or what they think they know so that you're not jumping. I think Abby kind of jokes one time that, you know, when we had the sex talk that yeah, it was too I, early. I told her too much. <laughs> too, too quickly. So maybe I should have kind of like probed a little bit more as to what she wanted to hear from me. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. You know, and tell them it's felt, okay. But... Another one they said is that it's okay to tell them that it's okay to feel scared or sad right. or, you know, with these things or confused with yes, these things. definitely validating their feelings is, yes. is huge. And then to break it down in simple terms, like a violent crime. You know, you, you break it down as simply as possible with them. Say like a man you know, used a gun to hurt somebody, you know, those types of things, or hate crimes, you know, there are groups of people that still don't treat each other like God wants us to treat one another, Mm -hmm. Um, and then use stories to illustrate, tell about a time you've dealt with it, I'm good with this, I'm good with stories, because Abby is always, now that she's at, she's past this two to six year old phase, of course, so now she kind of rolls her eyes, and she's like, oh, here goes dad's life story. Yeah, I think, in fact, we were just in the car (laughs) with taking a couple of her friends to school, and, and Jimmy was dropping me off at work, so I got fortunate to hear their conversation a little bit but yeah i think you were just talking about duncan weren't you i like, was i was just talking about and, and abby goes just... i'm sorry y'all here goes dad's life story <laughs> i'm like stop it why can't i just I talk so funny yes i know so anyway okay i think the last thing that was really important is communicate their safety and that they're not alone yeah. like mom and dad are here no matter what's going on and god still loves us. God loves everybody, and God's going to save us from this, right? I mean, this is why Jesus came. Okay, let's move to ages 7 through 12. Uh, at ages 7 through 12, they're getting a little bit more exposed to stuff at this point, and it's getting harder. And the questions get a little bit more. And it's getting harder for you to control it. 
yes. because it's coming at them, they're starting to grapple with understanding more complex things. So what they say for ages 7 through 12 is look for the right moment. I kind of fill them out as far as like what they want to talk about, how much right. they want to talk about. In, in other words, I think what I got from this is don't feel like you got to bum rush them and just be like, you know, opening up a can of worms just like out of nowhere. Well, and I also think it's important that if you're going to start a conversation like that, that you really have time to spend time in the conversation. Mm. So it's not something like five minutes you're walking out the door and then yeah, you know, like, good. oh, hey, let's talk about this. And then, you know, yeah. everybody's in their separate directions and so, you don't really have time to dig into that. Yeah, look for those key moments. And we said last week, like, it's, it takes seven to eight minutes to really get just into to, a good yeah. conversation about something. And then, again, they say, find out what they know. Like, mm-hmm. I think that's a common theme throughout so every important. age. Right. <laughs> and then they say at this age, don't over-explain it. Which is funny because they make fun of me... Again, your stories, my and stories, your... and they say that I man mansplain things, <laughs> which I don't even know what that means. I but neither, but it says always like, oh, here goes Dad mansplaining again. So <laughs> I, I think that's a good thing. I think that's supposed to be a bad thing, but anyway, I think it's funny. Don't over explain it. Create a safe space for talking <laughs> for this, these kind of topics. In other words, say say things like, you know, I'm not gonna get mad about this. Just tell right. me what you tell me how say you say that you're not gonna get mad, and then don't get mad. Which is hard for, again, with men, because our words weigh so much more, I think. So it's hard to try to keep those emotions in check and help them feel like this is a safe environment to talk because it feels a little heavier sometimes. Um, Encourage critical thinking at this age. Ask open-ended questions with it about to get get them thinking on their own and ask them, like, well, what do you think about that? And then help them try to develop their own understanding of it. And then look for God in the situations. You know, at this age, start talking about, like, how do you think this makes God feel with this hard topic? Mm-hmm. You know, what do you think the Bible says about that? And then look it up together and talk about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and use those opportunities to say, you know, this is exactly why God sent Jesus. Right. You know, we get to be free of all of these hard things in life one day when we're in eternity. And that's the hope that we have. Okay. And then the last one is the teenage years. It's almost impossible to stop the information flow at this point. As much as you yes. try, you just can't. I mean, it's just everywhere. Yeah, you can't get it. They're more interested at this age what their friends think and what the online chatter is right. saying more than what you think sometimes. Right, this is really the age when it's kind of like my parents don't know anything. Right, they already know it all. So right. if you don't get to them by this point, and I think we use that with the sex talk, is like if you don't get to them by a certain point, chances are very limited. Right. right. <laughs> yeah. It's like our intelligence just slowly declines from as they grow old. It's like a, yeah, we should make a chart, like parents' yeah. intelligence as a child gets As a child gets ages. older. <laughs> so some of the things they say is that encourage open dialogue again. And I think what this, this is good because Savannah and I mm-hmm. uh, are on different sides of some topics. Yes. And it's very interesting. I, I encourage open dialogue by saying, yeah, we don't have to agree on this. You, you call it encourage? <laughs> Encouraging open dialogue? We get yeah. arguments at the dinner yes. table on political stuff and things like that. And Shannon and Abby are just like, oh, my gosh. Because we love it. Y'all do love it. And we I, love talking I about it. I do that. think it's great to have those conversations. As long as everybody kind of walks away, yeah. you know, feeling like they've been validated that they're. That, that I still love you. Yes, you still love it. Nobody's <laughs> mad. I'm still validated. Right, so that's that's good. Like model how to have a good conversation. Yeah, and if absolutely. it goes in a different so. direction, that's yeah. that's We're okay. okay to disagree. Right. Free to disagree. So I want to encourage having open dialogues. Um, ask questions, they say, and encourage them to understand why they believe what they believe. That's a good one. Yes, that is a good one. Because we just talked about that with Say. Yes. We wanted to go down to that 
Women's March. Yeah, and we were like, so why? Yes. Well, because everybody's doing it. But what what are they marching for? Like, what is your belief? Right. We're not saying one way or another about going. Right. We're just saying, why would you go? So you know what? Yeah. Because there could be a camera thrust in your face. There could be people taking statements. What are you going to say? Like, why are you there? So that's that's good. And I think this is another good one. They say, admit when you don't know something. It's okay not to have all the answers. Like, when you're having those hard conversations with them at teenage years, it's okay to say, I don't know. You don't feel like you got to make something up. Just right. go, I don't know, so maybe we could look at this together. Yeah, absolutely. And then ask them to explain what they would do in that situation. Okay, so, like, if you've got an ethical dilemma mm-hmm. and it's in the news and stuff and they're talking about it, ask them, like, well, what would you do? Like, how would you handle that situation? And get them to consider better solutions for themselves. And then the last one I think is so important, and this is what we talked about with our sex talk, share your values. Absolutely. At the end of the day, when you have, I have open conversations with them, I want them to know that it's okay to have these conversations, but at the end of that conversation, here's what I believe. Yes, they need to know where we stand always. And that's so good because Savannah's graduation, um, about the only thing that I could get out and what I was trying to say in front of the family about say before I broke down and started crying was that she's so great and I don't have to worry about the decisions that she makes. You know, we don't have to worry about her being at Athens and what she's going to do because we just know that she has this heart of gold. She's going to do the right thing at the end of the day. And I think that that has a lot to do with she knows our values She knows what scripture says. She knows what we expect. Right. And I think that, I mean, I think we've always had open communication with her. I think she's always proven to us that she, you know, she's going to make good decisions. And I think that's just a huge part of it to being able to. Yeah. So we figured out through this, through this podcast is that conversations are good. Don't just sweep things under the rug and put them off. Um, Because if you don't tell them, if you don't have those conversations with them and break it down in ways that they can understand, somebody else is going to have those conversations with them. It'll be the TV. It'll be their friends. And sooner or later, like Shannon and I said, you're not going to know anything. And they've already got it all figured out. And it won't be your values that shape them but somebody else's. So I just want to make sure that our children are getting Christian values to important topics. So, all right, y'all, that's it. Thank you so much for tuning in today. We've got a lot ahead of us today. We're going to go pick up Say. I think she just texted. I think she did. I'm so excited. She said, come on. So we're going to pick her up at the dorm, and I think I'm... Ready for the Georgia game. Yeah, we we need to get out of here anyway. We're getting some looks from the people around us. It's kind of weird, but um, I'm glad we fit this in, and we're going to have some fun, and we'll tell you all about the Georgia game next week on our next podcast. This time I can say, go dogs. Go dogs. (laughs) We'll see you later. Thanks for listening. Bye. Each episode will focus on one important topic and what we've learned in our family of four. So the see the bleh. well that really we haven't what, done this. I enough. know <laughs> what in the world. <laughs>